Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio. And as always, I'm chatting with interesting personalities, sharing what they do and what they are passionate about. Today, I have Big Boy Trev joining me, a car enthusiast and the host of Cars with Big Boy Trev on KTN Home from Kenya. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Groove Cafe. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing? I'm living one day at a time and of course living... Living the dream. So this has always been of your course. dream. Yes, it has been. Ever since I was a young kid, um, I loved cars from like four years old. And it's a long story, but I'm here just to give guys, um, you know, my story, my journey, how I started to what I'm doing right now. Okay. So when you say you've loved cars from the time you were four years old, do you have like a car collection? Um, yes, a toy car collection. Yeah, yes, a toy car collection. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and of there. course, uh, a, a personal, a personal, a personal car collection. Yes, I do have. Um, I'm a big fan of cars. Um, mm-hmm. I remember back in the day, um, uh, my hero was Michael Schumacher back then. Ooh. Okay, and Michael Schumacher was a Formula One driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching the races and I was so inspired. Like, I want to get in driving those fast cars and things like that. But I think the biggest trigger that uh, made me start thinking about doing motoring was actually uh, my cousin back in the day. Your cousin? Why? Um, so, back in the day, in the 90s, uh, um, he came over um, because he wasn't living in Arabia at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, he, he came to do his university. Um, at Nairobi University, so he used to stay with us, with the family, mm-hmm. um, and he studied engineering. Okay. So one of the things he loved was he used to carry car magazines. Um, back in the day, there was no internet, so you could only get information from mm-hmm. uh, magazines like Auto Car and Car Magazine. So when he used to come over for the holidays, he'd spend at our place, and I'd you know be busy checking out the cars. And you know, magazines all about the visuals, all about mm-hmm. the pictures. So they'd have the latest cars, so from Ferraris to Lamborghinis. Um, I will, I will, I was wowed. Uh, from that time and it I'd sounds like you just like a, you fell in love <laughs> yes i fell in love and then my cousin because he was studying automotive engineering mm-hmm. i was quite inquisitive so um I, I would ask him questions so how does a car work how does an engine work you know mm-hmm. and that curiosity you know it got me through to a certain level where now i understood cars uh way better than kids of my age so imagine a 10 year old kid learning about the combustion process yet i should be learning about the abcs and you know mathematics and subtraction and things like that wow okay so he was really good to you was really accommodating he could see your passion he could see my passion and you know it's like a seed when you when you put a seed in the ground and you Mm -hmm. water it the outcome becomes you know uh, you never know what's going to happen so for me i kept on learning about new things there was no internet then so i used to just get magazines i used to pester my dad to buy me magazines and sooner rather than later i began to have this manifestation like i really want to do car content and then it turned um very positive i think post 2000 mm-hmm. um there's a, there's a gentleman that i look up to he's called jeremy clarkson mm-hmm. yes, you know jeremy yes. clarkson he's yes he's, he's he's one of the founders of uh the biggest motoring show in the world top gear top gear mm-hmm. i've Back watched then, it in 2002 <laughs> Okay. So when I started watching it, I'm like, this is exactly what I want to do. Imagine that. 
Well, so you you mentioned that yes. you, you'd pester your dad to buy magazines. How were your parents with this whole yes. obsession of yours? Well, you know, for for parents, they my parents were quite liberal at that time, and they're like, if he's he's loving cars, it's nothing negative. I mean, go all the way, do your thing. But they were never like really, they're not like really serious. Like, oh, you want to do cars? Uh-huh. Like, oh, a boy and, and cars, it's the same thing, you know? Yeah, they thought it was just, you know, you, it was just like a hobby of some sort. What, is anyone Cor- else in correct. your family, is anyone else in your family, your siblings, were they also passionate about cars? Not at all. I'm the only one. I'm the only black swan in the family who loves cars. <laughs> <laughs> so what does everyone else do then? So I, I, we only two in my family. Okay. It's me and my sister. You and your sister. Uh, my, yes, my sister is in the UK. She's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's into the legal mind and things like that. Uh-huh. But I, I decided to do the arts. I am a motoring journalist by profession, mm-hmm. and uh, my story is extremely um, insightful to many people who are out there listening and thinking perhaps have wrong career choice. If you follow what you love and you pursue it, you'll get it. It might take long. But at the end of the day, if you're focused, you'll get it. No, it's clearly you're determined because if you were going back to 2000 and you had a clear yes. vision of what you wanted to do. You said you are a professional uh, motoring journalist. So you, you did journalism? Yes, yes, I did. So funny part, I finished high school. So mm-hmm. um, in Kenya, when you finish high school, you get a chance to choose what course you want to do in university. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I remember, I think I was... I'll be confused then. Mm. I chose to do biochemistry and molecular biology. So when the results came out, I passed, yes. But at that time, I never thought about, about media. What? I loved cars, <laughs> but I never had, yes, I loved cars and I never did that correlation between media and motor journalism. So I ended up being called for biochemistry and molecular biology, which, yes, I loved chemistry, but it wasn't for me, you know. So I suffered for four years going through biochemistry and I finished, right? I finished. So you did the course and I made finished? A, yes, I did. I did the course and finished. Um, but we had an arrangement with my dad and he told me, listen, when you finish and you graduate, I will pay for your next degree. And since you love me, then ask what you want mm-hmm. and I will do it. So the moment I finished biochemistry and molecular biology, because I never practiced, I've never done anything like that. I started again. The one media school in Nairobi at this university. Oh wow, you were determined. Yes. No, seriously, molecular biology to to journalism that, that is just like two worlds apart. Okay, so you jumped in. Yes. It was clear to you what you wanted to do at that point. Correct. I was I was certain, more than certain. And then at that point is when now you know things start adding up so i had a mentor okay mm-hmm. so one of the mentors that i really looked up to in kenya was a gentleman by the name of michael Mwai, who has been writing about cars for years like uh-huh. since the 90s okay and 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 he used to have a column on the newspaper and he used to have an email address mm-hmm. okay so i used to get in touch with him on email I'd, I'd go to a cyber cafe back then you know mobile phones were not uh, digitally ready to some extent so you have to go to a cyber cafe mm-hmm. and write an email um to him and i just you know i was inquisitive and i said i'd like you to mentor me because i want to follow this journey that i'm starting media mm-hmm. and i mean a couple of emails later we met um and funny enough he just loved the enthusiasm that i had and i used to accompany him for the test drives and he do photographs mm. videos and he's like you 
you have some certain fire in you that i think at your age you go a very long way which i didn't take for granted because i was learning the ropes mm-hmm. and i mean in school i i'd do the testers and come back to school and get more inspired you know i'm a day star and at day star university is where i met quite a number of uh people who also you know changed my life so um i used to i used to be classmates with some of you know local kenyan journalists you know betikalo larry madogo all these mm-hmm. people who were together in school mm-hmm. at the same time okay. so when everybody started to do their own thing i i was like i want to do motor journalism i i was transfixed to that mm-hmm. and i stuck to it so how did other people see it when you talk about it like where you want to go did you have a lot of support or were people like mm, this is africa this is east africa <laughs> mm? did you well, get any of that it's, it's sort of a, i did i did i did initially i did but um this is the time when people now look at me and they say man you are so determined it's like you saw the future because <laughs> now everybody's talking about cars everybody wants to things about cars mm-hmm. and i just came in and filled in the gap you know mm-hmm. so when, when i finished campus I remember talking to my mentor and I said listen we need to do something about motoring for TV mm-hmm. because I thought I mean now that I've been trained I can do a little bit of writing because I started with writing mm-hmm. I started writing for a magazine called Out in Nairobi um and then got a Giga True Love which is like a, another magazine as well okay. I was like I want to do more you know mm-hmm. you know print is good but you know the age of people reading magazines is dying yeah. not many people are buying and consuming content via magazines so I was like let's do TV and see what we can do mm-hmm. after all what do I have to lose I am I am trying out genuinely so it took a bit of convincing um mm-hmm. and he said yes so in 20, 2013 we did our first season on NTV Kenya. Mm-hmm. Um that was called Autovolt Autovolt TV and if you're in Uganda then mm-hmm. I'm sure you'd watch it because NTV also you know shows some programs from, from Kenya mm-hmm. and we were like we were groundbreaking we were the first touring TV show um in the region mm-hmm. and you know it was like diving into the deep ocean So talking about motoring from a local perspective not just watching stuff from top gear exactly. but talking about our environment you know what i mean yes because that's what people want to hear they want to hear how this content relates to them on a personal level so to be able to jump and you know bridge that gap is the most important thing right yes absolutely um so we got a lot of positive reviews you know our room wasn't built in a day um my tv skills are not the best then but we kept on improving <laughs> and learning <laughs> um and 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 luckily we did four seasons which was fun great we had great reception and it left an indelible mark mm-hmm. but just like a, a, a youngster now willing to fly away leave the nest and find your own route i decided to venture into my own world okay mm-hmm. where i control my destiny so um i thank my mentor for being there for me for showing me the ropes um but i thought i'd do things in a more different way and 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 it was it was very calculated and very timely because that's when you know whatever you've been working on if it's really you know farmed up and mm-hmm. and i did and so i found my own company um i did a bit of consulting in tanzania uh, you know because now i deal with brands okay. uh, so brands would regularly consult me on how to attack a market in terms of strategy how do we market our products mm-hmm. especially motor vehicles because i understood the subject very well okay and when i came back i was like listen i want to still want to do car stuff so from my own company 
and um, my first show, Kazu Big Boy Trev, aired on NTV again uh, four years later. Okay, so you still held on to your yes. dream. You went into the corporate life a bit, into the marketing, yes. but you came right back. I came right back, um, and I believe I am I am um, an example of what resilience should be. And of course, as the times are changing, we have mm. this TikTok culture and generation. Yeah. Um, I became more of a 360 uh, uh, journalist. So I do print, I do TV, I do digital. So I am I'm a crossbow. So any types of content you'd want, you probably get it wherever you find it, be it in a digital space or you know your traditional print. Yes, you mentioned, you know, writing for a few magazines, but you're still writing yes. under Trevor Lamenia. Yes. Those are your real names, birth Correct. certificate, all of that. Yes, my government name, legal <laughs> government name. Uh, so I write for the Standard, the Standard newspaper. Mm-hmm. is the oldest newspaper in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I have my show on KTN Home that's uh, owned also by the Standard Group. And of course, I'm on radio, Spice FM. Um, back in Nairobi so I, mm-hmm. I host a drive show as well so I also get to talk about cars from all platforms and it's been an amazing journey I got into radio by chance because I was doing interviews and the radio controller said you have a, you have a very good voice for radio yeah mm-hmm. try and, and, and that's how I got myself into radio so now I'm becoming that three city sort of a journalist who's able to harness a power to talk to people from all platforms. Exactly. You're doing print, you're doing TV, you're doing radio, and you have a YouTube channel as well, yes? Yes, Kazu Big Boy Trev, mm-hmm. um, YouTube channel, CBBT underscore TV on all platforms, so Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, there'll be links there. So if you want to get the latest of motoring content, all right. you know, from an African, African and East African perspective, please just check it out, subscribe, and then be able to see much more about what's happening in our region. Okay, fantastic. You talked about, you know, how you were so determined from such a young age. You knew where you wanted to go. And then you also mentioned, you know, seeking out a mentor who really helped you. Yes. What other advice would you give? Because I'm sure there are people listening to you right now who are like, wow, they have a dream, but they don't know how to get from here to there. I mean, it takes time. But how do you get from here to there? Well, like 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 I mentioned earlier, it's all about coming up with a plan. You know how people have the what I call the the board, the vision board. The you vision know? board. This is what I want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Correct. This is what I want to achieve from this point to this point. How do I get to this point? Who do I need to facilitate that? Because sometimes it depends. I I came from a background where I, I wouldn't say that I was badly off, but I needed to work my way through it to get where I am. So mm-hmm. identifying mentors, identifying people who will be beneficial in you getting to that spot would really help. Somebody who's in the business already. So if you're listening and probably want to do whatever, like whatever I do, I'm open. We're in a digital world. My mm-hmm. handles are open. Shoot me a DM, send me an inbox. I will, I will, I normally like helping people because I was helped too, you know? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Number two, get a grasp of what you want to achieve. So, for example, if you want to do, say, nursing, you know, read, read widely. Um, you know, there's YouTube now, there are plenty of resources now. Mm-hmm. Back then, I only had a magazine to refer to everything. <laughs> now, the digital space, there is Google, there are books online. You know, you have Amazon books, you can get so much. And then also learn your environment, see the gap. And the only way you can succeed is to offer people 
um, something that they don't have or uh-huh. they lack. So yes. understand your environment. Mm-hmm. See the, the gap. I saw the gap in motoring. There's nobody speaking to people about cars. We drive them, you know, we enjoy them. Mm-hmm. We like seeing Mercedes Benz and Range Rovers and things. But, you know, what about people who are using them? you know yeah. and and understanding the business side of things because at the end of the day you're not doing charity <laughs> yes that <laughs> you oh, know very important you have to understand that mm-hmm. yes all right trev so i mean you've talked about your passion you've talked about how long i mean it's it's been years to get to where you are but was there ever a time where it felt like things weren't working ever a time when you felt like yes. you were going to give up on it give up on this dream yes Hmm. Severely actually. So immediately after um the first show, my first stint on TV ended. There was a transition period. Mm-hmm. Um and and mostly because at that time um in Kenya we were migrating from the analog platform, the TV platform to digital. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is currently now, right? Yeah. And most TV stations were switched off for like 2 months. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So that most of these, you know, stations could comply with the regulator, right? Mm-hmm. Um and that meant that any program that was going on there the statistics that were used were no longer viable mm-hmm. because one would approach a client for advertising based on the numbers the terrestrial numbers yes but now we move from analog to digital meaning you can verify the people who are watching until you <laughs> verify the number of set top boxes that were available mm-hmm. then it's very technical so most programs had to take a break because you couldn't justify to the to the advertisers um this is the people the eyeballs that people are watching at the moment you know and 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 that really you know you know sort of like depressed me because at the end of the day i was like this is the momentum and i'm losing the momentum so yeah. what do i do was a setback what do i do mm-hmm. so but that triggered the reengineering of myself and looking at things from a very different perspective i got into consulting and corporate world by mistake um actually a friend of mine called me and said hey there's some guys from tanzania who are in town and they're looking at um setting up a facility in kenya and tanzania and oh. since you're the car guy and i know you could you come and talk to i mean could you, are you able to come <laughs> and reluctantly i went and that opened a whole door because i did a report about the kenyan market in tanzania and they're so impressed and like please come to tanzania next week and that started the whole journey of now getting into the corporate world and i'm actually very happy that the project that i started mm-hmm. has actually come into fruition they've opened their first local assembly plant in dar es salaam oh, gf wow. trucks and i was pretty proud when i saw uh them opening and and couldn't go because of covid but i mean i was excited because i was there from the beginning so mm-hmm. for me it brings me joy because i was able to explore a part of me that i never thought i had and now i am more rounded so that process where you think things are going to fail mm-hmm. will open up a new door for you if you keep on things i have the knowledge so what else can i do within this realm that will probably make a difference so it taught me how to look at the motoring industry not only from a media creation and content creation strategy mm-hmm, point mm-hmm. of view but also from you know the business side you know yes. if, a, if a client wants to bring a brand into the country or into the region you must be aware of what's happening in your region you know what are the numbers what's happening what will affect you know the growth of a t- particular brand what are the trends 
because those are the things they look at mm-hmm. and and that just you know expanded my horizon and I keep I keep on telling people that learning never stops Yes, you have to be It's open. You have to be open to Absolutely. new opportunities and just sometimes take the leap even when you don't know exactly where it's heading. Yes. Oh wow. Yes, that's true. <laughs> well, uh Trevor, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. It's been a pleasure speaking with you. And it's I can Pleasure to as well. Thank I you for having just, me. I can hear the fire, I can hear the passion <laughs> as you talk about what you do. <laughs> can you just Tell me how we can find you online. Where can we find you on social media? We talked about YouTube. Where else? Yes. So you can get me on Instagram, on Twitter, and Facebook. So um, CBBT underscore TV. Mm-hmm. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. That's on Instagram. Okay. And and YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. And if you if you want uh, a PO box, it's four one nine four six Nairobi for those who are a bit slow. <laughs> you oh, can wow. send me. You can you you can you can send me a mail, and I'll just, I'm sure I get my mail every week. I will respond to anyway. You've But made I, my I day. I can't remember the last time a guest gave me a PO box number. <laughs> I think you used to used to use it back in the day uh-huh. when you're sending letters, love letters to your girlfriends in school. <laughs> so I mean, I am I am I'm accessible, mm-hmm. and I'd love to visit Uganda soon. I'd love to visit you guys soon. So I would love to whenever have it's you. possible. I'd love to visit. All right, all right. Thank you again for joining me, and yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Blessings. Thank you very much. Okay, bye bye. Take care. Groove Cafe RX Radio The Groove